Yo, what's going on with it? Yeah, not much. You hear me? Yep. Man, I am so like geek right now. I'm turned. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> just been like I, I'm, I'm serious. Like I'm, I feel like as far as writing, I haven't been this inspired in a minute. So um, I just watched uh, the show on Netflix called Rhythm Rhythm and Flow. I don't know. Have you seen that? The 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 uh hip-hop show about the yeah with cardi b uh ti like yeah i I just thought i didn't know nothing about it i just finished watched that um yesterday and and then just watched the finale this morning and like these people it just show you like how cold some people like can be and like undiscovered just that's talented as fuck i'm just like man that's crazy is that the one that smoked one yeah, man, I ain't want to give up. We could give away the, the ending oh, for yeah. people who ain't seen it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, you get, you get one year. You get one year. You know. My man is a freaking artist. I was like, a, like every time, I was just amazed, like, dude. Yeah. And and he went. I mean, and the thing about it is that they, everybody was cold. At least the final four, they all was cold. They all like like uh, Ti. You know what I'm saying? They all stars. You know what I mean? But it's just crazy that that man was just so freaking. He's he's the most artistic to me, above yeah, he all. Had, yeah, he had bars, he had presence, and he had content. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's like content, but not like con like like sometimes you a conscious rapper, like you could be so into your own like intellectualism or your your own like ideology that you can be a little bit abrasive to some of the general people mm-hmm. smoke was still street and gritty with it you know what i mean yeah and so it was still approachable i think like, kind of like you if you were kendrick you know what i mean yeah, now I think yeah. about it yeah that's what's up yeah he definitely i i was surprised that he won because he was a little bit more uh you know conscientious person uh i thought the little the lover boy dude was gonna win you know what I mean? Nah. So okay. So this is the thing. So I was evaluating everybody the whole way through, and at the after I saw um, their final performances, I was like, okay, I was trying to break down what made each of them good. <clears throat> and so your boy Troy, Troy man, and uh, London B, you know, saying they were probably the the most of uh, the best performers all around. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Your, your boy Flawless, uh, real talk. He was probably the best lyricist, probably the best spitter. You know what I'm saying? Especially in, on a battle rap scene, guys. He, he, I mean, old girl Beans was cold, but he destroyed her in that battle yeah. rap. Like it, 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 was, was sad, <laughs> it was sad to see that. It was like, it was like I was yeah. mad that they put them. I, I was mad they put them against each other so early on. So I knew I was like, man, she cold, but he about to eat, and he, oh man. <laughs> he said, I'm Puerto Rican. I've eaten beans my whole life. I was like, damn. <laughs> Oh rap! I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And I had seen that clip before, but I didn't know what it was from. I thought it was from like uh, some like on URL or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but but then so yeah, so he was probably like I said, one of the best lyricists, and he he, he spit hard. But then Smoke, he every time he just upped his game. You know what I mean? And he just had like the lyrics, you know, the, the performance, and then like like uh, Ti said. No, I think it was Chance the Rapper. But I didn't even know you could play the piano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just bust that he, out he, the end. He was a whole, he's a whole music teacher, I think. Yeah, and I'm saying, and and he's a whole music teacher. I think he said that he also taught uh, Spanish as well. Um, mm-hmm. and then he knew the language because of the, the neighborhood he lived in, 
And and then he all and the thing about it, he represented consistently for both cultures up until the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that just think how immersed in that culture you gotta be to just pick up a language. You ain't Mexican. No, and see, this is the thing. Uh, Cardi was like, you know, I can tell you learning Spanish from real Mexican because you, because you, you have uh, the different lingo, the different dialects in there, and, and only somebody who speaks Spanish you really know. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of they kind of speak it like over here like this. They kind of speak in New York like that. You know what I mean? So, that, that was crazy. Yeah, that last. I, I, it's been a while. I, I think I seen it maybe two years ago now. I don't even know, but it's been I, that long. Since it came yeah, out, that's like it's like maybe even longer, maybe. That's crazy. What was I watching this? Say? Yeah, I watched this in Chicago, so yeah, mm. this was over two years ago. And you, so so you know, it reminded me of the last time I kind of felt like this, this like amped about some uh, lyrics. As when I watched uh, Brave New Voices, that uh, slam poetry show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. Yeah, that, that that's another one where they just got. Man, it was, it was, but it's, it's so crazy because they 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 consistently like all artistic and they all spitting about real content because of slam poetry. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's uh, I mean, content is king, especially yeah. not only consistency but like you know, it's good to see somebody that got something to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, but content ain't always king. Uh, like like sometimes content is superficial and surface. But ain't content that just. In- Product. Right, yeah, but I'm saying that that's what's passing this content, though. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes, like a lot. Of, that's why I don't listen to a lot of new rap because because I'd be like, I hear it, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, this this is not really talking about anything. Well, yeah, but you know, that's a different type of rap. That's right, that's right. Drill shit, you know. Right, but but real shit. But real quick, want to welcome everybody back to the Cold Coffee Podcast. It's your boy J Dot Rose and a uh, comedian Doc Love. Here we yep. go. What up with it, man? This motherfucking I don't I don't even know where to begin today, man. So well, well, so I do. Uh, so real quick, <laughs> I do say uh, I wanted to touch on a couple of things. So you know, I be I listen to our last show or whatever, and you know, sometimes I'll be like, like, like I'm, when I'm hearing something, I gotta be so like accurate that I actually fact check myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like uh, last time we was talking about uh something about you know um, some of the people up and coming GOP governors or whatever, and I said that uh Greg Abbott was from Alabama, I think, but he's actually from Texas. You know what I mean? He's the governor of Texas. So I just wanna... <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> just wanted to correct that. And then, then another thing is I was listening back and I was just talking about independent voters, and at one point I said something like uh. 35 i said 30 to 40 percent of the pop the voting public in uh the u.s is are independent but then i was listening i was like that seemed that seemed like it's way too many independent voters and i was like i thought maybe it was like only 10 percent of the voters so i actually looked it up and um it's about Pew eight Re- no so Pew research <laughs> they said actually um 38 percent of the voters identify it as independent but only about seven percent actually vote independent. So, like exactly. you said, so you look at they they hand history, as you said. You know what I mean? Uh, it's only about seven percent are actually independent. So I was yeah. I was right on both on both like to think that about thirty to forty percent, but that's actually what people say, and but it ain't what they actually do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean <clears throat> that's politics as usual. I think people, I don't know, but my I would only speculate that people do that because you know like 
I think that people only do that mainly because they want to keep that anonymity. It's like the same type of people that be like, well, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. You know what I mean? It's like that same type of thing. Like where people don't want the the uh, to get nailed down to a particular thing. So they kind of just keep it up in the air. Yeah, I, I, no, I could see that. I mean? But yeah, but even cool. though I just think about like myself, I identify as an independent, but I've always voted Democrat. But the reason is like, it's not because I really uh, believe everything the Democrats do and particularly not everything that they say, but I've never had a Republican I can get behind. You know what I mean? Because whereas they have their ideals and I can understand some of them, but a lot, but they don't really, to me, they just seem really hypocritical. Like they say, oh, I'm a fiscal conservative. But every time their leaders get into office, they pass tax breaks that actually raise the, the deficit. You know what I mean? So how, so how is that being fiscally conservative? Or you, they say I'm a, a social conservative, but they only tend to uh, like really like actually push those beliefs when they're pushing it off on other people. So they cheat like like anybody else. They have abortions just like everybody else. But they be like, oh, no, I don't believe in it. Like, OK, man. And so it's like, if you're not being authentic, I can't really, really get behind you. And, and with the Democrats, not all of them are, are authentic. And I don't support all of them. But the ones I support, though, they actually are trying to make change, you know? So that's that's why I kind of high so you don't, on that. So you don't think that there's any Republican uh, presidents uh, in your lifetime that you could say, yeah, that was a good president? No. No, uh, in my lifetime, we had uh, Reagan, we had uh, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, the older one, and then we had George uh, W. Bush, the younger one, uh, and then we had Trump. <laughs> like, no, sir. Yeah, man, that's a swing and a miss. Yeah. But, but, I mean, even if you look at it, even outside of presidents, though, like, you look at the Democrats, like, you have people like, um, uh, like, Ayanna Presley, you got people like AOC, you got people like Bernie Sanders, even though he's an independent, he talks with the Democrats. You know, you, you have you have a lot of people who I actually do support. And then you have other people who are kind of iffy, you know, like Joy, Joe Manson, Krista Cinema, uh, among others, you know, there are some other like lesser known Democrats who are just as conservative as Joe Manson. And I mean, I understand people say they gotta be like that to win their debate, but still, you know, exactly. I don't really support the way they they move and operate. Yeah, I mean, but if you're in Alabama, you're uh, Mississippi or these other places that are a little bit more conservative, if you will, you're going to have to, your Democrats is going to be kind of Republican. Yeah, but you know see, I mean? okay, yeah, that is true. But I, I feel like if you really believe, if you really have value, you should be willing to sacrifice your seat for the greater good. You know, and so, <laughs> no, I know. I mean, look, if it look, if, if it was a situation where it was kind of like, or oh, whatever, it's just business as usual. That's one thing. But we are talking about like right now, the Democrats have such a slim uh, majority, but they have such an opportunity to to completely remake a lot of stuff in uh, our current culture. You know, so whether it's like um, like uh, solidifying Roe versus Wade, they could do that if they just say effort let's get rid of the filibuster whether it's passing massive climate change bills they could do that you know they just gotta say effort the filibuster you know or they could uh do something as far as gun uh 
like uh, gun safety as far as the kids getting shot up in school, they can make, I mean, right now, these are big issues. You you should be willing to sacrifice your seat for that. You know, so. so yeah, but you asking, I mean, you do understand But like they why. did it. Some, some, some Democrats did it for uh, Obamacare. They, they knew they were going to lose their seats and they did it anyway because they knew that it was going to be that important. And mm-hmm. so I like, I think, I mean, I know Joe Manchin, he, his idea is more about making money for the coal industry. So it ain't even about that for him. He's just about no, making his money. You know, we need that, you know, we need that coal. <laughs> right. You definitely need that coal. No, but I, I don't, I don't foresee them in anybody uh, doing any sacrificing of sorts. That's not what I think of when I think of politicians in just general. I think that's probably the consensus of the general public as well. And when it comes to uh, issues of the Democrat happiness, position of power right now don't seem too powerful when the agendas that are being actually put through right now, at least to the uh, to the common man, seems really Republican as well. Even though we have a Democratic House, Senate, all the shit, president, all of that, it don't seem like because the the, the 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 public gonna ask you this: How the hell is so uh, Democrats have so much? The Democrats have so much power yet. We in a situation where we're in right now with abortion rights. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 I will say, like, um, in terms of people sacrificing their seats, some people have done it, and and not just Democrats. So, uh, girl Liz Cheney knew when she took on uh, Trump in the uh, January sixth committee that she's gonna lose her seat. <laughs> um, <laughs> your boy, yeah, uh, uh, Brian Kinsley, girl out of Illinois. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he lost his seat or if he just decided he wasn't going to run again. But he knew he had no more chance once he decided he's going to stand against Trump. So, th- so some people have actually done it. That, so, that, that, that scene don't seem like a, it's, especially in uh, Liz's situation, it don't really seem so much as of a sacrifice of a seat as more of like uh, you about to get fired, so you're going to retire. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So she actually did. Uh, well, she wasn't going to get fired until she stood against Trump. And so, like, she could have easily just said, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. But after January 6th, she completely switched course and said, you know what, this, this is not right, and I'm going to say something about it. Now, remember, Liz Cheney is Dick Cheney's daughter, and she is super conservative, and she voted with Trump the entire way, but she made that break after January 6th. So, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, she made that break when it became all too evident that that was a sinking ship. What, but 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 yeah, but it wasn't though. Like right now, all the people who are uh, in the Republican Party, they still feel like Trump. If they they still are going through Trump, if they want to uh, run nationally, everybody was on the governor's level, whether it's on the uh, senatorial or co- congressional level, they all coming with hat in hand to Trump right now. That's fucking crazy. And, and the other thing, I, I actually I wanted to point out. Um, you had said something, whereas we were talking about, uh, I ain't, public- I ain't asked to be fact checked, mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you said that it would be suicide for any Republican to, um, run on abortion in this next cycle. Mm-hmm. Boy, 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 I don't even think it was a week and your boy Lindsey Graham came out with a, uh, nationwide abortion ban bill. <laughs> yeah. But Lindsey Graham ain't gonna fucking win. I mean, I, what, wait, wait, wait a minute. He's been winning consistently. He, he ain't lost yet. <laughs> what do you mean he ain't gonna win? I, I I just don't see when it hits the fan. I know we already talked about this. I just can't see that. So I don't so, have any. I don't have any political. I know. Uh, I know. I agree to say that 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 
if that's the if that's on the ballot, and it's between, I guess to just to narrow it down, because I would you know go all in on it again. But I'm saying is that there's more women than men. Yeah. At the end of the day, and, and right now more women women are outpacing men like something like three or uh, to one in terms of getting registered to vote. So they coming. So yeah, mm -hmm. you, you keep going. Yeah. So I'm saying there's more women than men. At the end of the day. I don't I don't see the rhetoric changing. I don't see that I don't see them having enough. I don't I know there have been times in the past when they voted against their own interests, i.e. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. But I don't think doing that again is something that women, from what I understand, are willing to do again. So whoever gets to the primaries, um, I think you're gonna see a switch up. I think you have to see a switch up in order to get through that. Just like I was saying. Just moments ago, like you in Alabama, you gotta kind of be, even though you're a Democrat, you're still kind of Republican. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Even to get, even though you may be against abortion, but to get through and get that vote, you can be like, listen, I, I you know, so, so do the fuck they want to do. But I just feel like you are forgetting two very crucial things. The mm -hmm. first is the age-old uh, truism that white women will fail you every time. <laughs> <laughs> You Like like we talk about women and, and we, we gotta women. separate we gotta separate white women from women in general. Because even though like you're right, most women are not gonna vote against their interests or whatever. But white women, they tend to remain Republican regardless and very conservative regardless of whether it's their interests or not. So, you say they, so they remain loyal to their man. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that, that that's what is that's what their their hand history shows. And the yeah. other thing that, that that you got wrong, I think, well, not wrong, but what you were assuming is that your your analysis is rational. But when I was talking about uh, Trump, we know Trump is not rational. You know, the things he's done, they everybody would say these are completely the wrong moves for a politician, but they have worked for him. And so, um, your boy Lindsey Graham, he's uh, best friends with Trump. And so if he's coming mm -hmm. out with that uh, nationwide abortion ban, you better believe that Trump thinks it's a good idea. You know, and, and so like, cause or else he wouldn't do it. Like, like Lindsey would not go against something that Trump wanted to do. And right now, Trump is mm -hmm. looking for ways to out uh, box DeSantis because DeSantis just pulled that stunt and sent all those immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. So Trump is looking to say, okay, like you, you just trying to take my shine. I got to do something big. I got to one up. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, well, Lindsey Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, might first of all, ain't Lindsey Graham old as fuck? Is that, is that <laughs> like, I, I, think he, I think he got like a couple more days left. No, no, you know, you. I think you think about McConnell. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like Lindsey Graham, he old, but he got a baby face. Um, he, oh. he, I think he's in his sixties or, or so. I, I don't, I don't oh, think he's old. No, I'm saying I don't think he's like but one of those people that's seventy or eighty years old. Oh, well, you know, white people age like bananas. You know, you, gotta, <laughs> you can't never really tell. It's time to make some pudding out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, but like, I don't, I don't see. Again, I just, I, I, again, because I'm checking the hand history of this thing, and I just, if it gets down to it, and it comes down to it, they're gonna back the person that's on the fence. They're gonna mm -hmm. back that person that lets them seem as if 
I'm supporting him. Like, the same way that some people supported Trump. Yeah, we know he's racist, but look, he's a businessman. He's not a politician. Right, you know right. He was, but, and he, even though his position was very clear on shit, pretty much everything, you know what I mean? He still was able to uh, siphon those votes and play the field, play the field and play the fence. Women voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. After he said grabbing the pussy, after him being Donald Trump, everything. Like, right, right. They, they still voted for him because they had that outs for that uh, that thing. Oh, it's like, yeah, he might be racist, but he's a great businessman. He might be good at comedy, and, and you know, it's always that. So the person that is running in his spot, if if it be Lindsey Graham, which it looks like it's going to be, that person ain't going to be able to plant that flag as hard. I don't think the oh. I think the culture has shifted that far in just eight years. Wait a minute, what, what do you mean Luke likes going to be Lindsey Graham? What I'm saying, as far as... <clears throat> it's like, it's like as far as what, president? As far as running, I mean, president, governor, he, well, he already... No, like, like he, I think he's a senator right now for South yeah. Carolina. But yeah. um, I, I, I don't know if he's going to... I mean, he might run. I mean, he might throw his hat into the primary, but I don't think he's going to be uh, a real contender. Right now, the strongest candidate... To me, from just looking at it, it's, it's Trump automatically for the, uh, the GOP. And then Ron DeSantis is, is right on his heels. But after that, it's kind of a toss-up. Again, you got Glenn Abbott. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Greg Abbott, rather. Um, you got um, your boy uh, Youngkin down in Virginia. And then you got dude from uh, Georgia, Brian Kemp. You know, so I think those are probably... Uh, Christy talking about throwing his hat in the ring, but I don't think nobody's going to um, Chris, so Chris I, did. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we ain't a fat ass president since. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris Christie, you know he. he you know. Have you seen some of them candid photos of Trump when he's golfing? Like this, this, this stomach is big. No, but Chris Christie is bigger. <laughs> it's another level, yeah, I know. Yeah, motherfucker. Some, something about America, we just don't trust fat leadership. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so real quick before. Uh, another thing I want to do real quick was uh, touch on those student loans. Um, we mm-hmm. talked. I think we had talked about that. Um, so I just wanted to know. I posted on the uh, the Facebook page, uh, like the little link as far as mm-hmm. some some couple things you need to know about student loans. So I'm just gonna go through them real quick. Um, people can read it, the whole thing. But while we're here, I just like to inform people. And so this first, is the cold. Let me say that this is the cold coffee podcast for those who just turning in. Um, we're talking about student loans right now and the current situation. So if you have student loans, had student loans, about to get them, your kids about to get them because we that damn grown right now, mm-hmm. um, listen up. Yeah, so like point one is like most people don't want to know is when can they apply? And so right now they are saying that um, the- and this is, Plan for student loans or student loan forgiveness? Uh, the student loan cancellation, yeah, forgiveness. Uh, so this is an article that I posted from Nerd Wallet. Um, so they said, when can I apply? And the first thing is that they're, they're saying that it should be available in early October. Um, and the actual deadline to definitely get it done by is December 31st of 2023. So between early October of 2022 and uh, December 31st of 2023 is when you should be looking to start to try to go ahead and apply. Um, the next question is like, how can I get ready for cancellation? They said the two main steps to take uh, is basically you want to verify that you meet the in- income eligibility criteria. And so what that means is that 
uh, as of 2021, you must make less than $125,000 if you are filed as an individual, if you file taxes as an individual. Um, so, if you, so wait, so that, to that point, if you say you file your taxes as an individual, so you are in a, if you are married and y'all gross income is over 125, you out of there. No, if you are married and you file jointly, the cutoff is $250,000. Yeah, and so um, so you just want to verify um, based on your your tax income or your, your whatever your tax uh, from two hundred twenty one, like whatever you was as of uh, one hundred twenty five or as as of twenty twenty one. I'm not messing up. So as of twenty twenty one, you got to be making less than one hundred twenty five thousand individual. Um, you are, you married, you got to be making less than two hundred fifty thousand. So. Um, the next thing they said uh, is just the contact is to make sure your contact information is up to date with studentaid.gov. Oh, yeah. So then um, as far as how much money will you get if you or how much uh, not money, how much cancellation will you get if you uh, are just a regular person with student loans, you get $10,000 cancellation. However, if you had a Pell Grant, you can get up to $20,000 cancellation. You just have to check Good old uh, Pell Grant. Right. You just gotta go back and, and verify which one you had. Or like whether you had Pell Grant or not. Can you check the box for all of them and shit? <laughs> I don't know. Like like I think like, like right my, myself, I think I had a Pell Grant, but I have to go back and um verify before I apply. And I think I mean they should have more information as it comes out and gets closer, but this is just for right now, it's more like um some basic information. Yeah. And so uh Another thing is that they were asking, like, if you if you get a payment refund, so will it, will it, like so they say if you get a payment refund, will it increase my constellation amount? And basically, they said that if you are trying to get a refund, uh, that that you should probably you should probably wait if that's what you're trying to do. So I don't really know much about payment refunds. So if that's something y'all y'all know about, they got a little more information in the, the article, and you can um, check that out. Jeez. And if you, so you you should know if you get that or not. But I don't really know what that is. See a payment refund. I'm thinking like you, you tell me I gotta repay all my <laughs> the refund right. checks I got. But that's what I'm thinking. Like it's been so long. <laughs> like maybe that's what they're talking about. But I'm not sure. Uh, so so that's so that's basically uh, the information. Um, they, they 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 did say like which loans uh can, like can you pick which loans I canceled and you no you can't pick um they they have a like a tier of which ones would be automatically canceled and which ones would cancel first um so if you have uh any defaulted federally owned loans that's the first that would get uh canceled if you have any defaulted commercially owned uh felt loans that's the second that would get canceled if you have a direct loan. And federally owned felt loans in good standing, those are the third to get canceled, and then fourth is uh, federally owned purchase whoa. loans. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So let me ask you this then, <clears throat> and this week this is the the folks that listen to Cold Coffee want to also know this, I'm sure. So if you're not in good standing, are you still eligible for cancellation? Yeah. So basically, what they said is if you had a defaulted federal loan, it's mm-hmm. the first one that would be canceled. Oh, you know, okay. and so that, that so they, that they that's the priority is the ones that are defaulted, and they go down from there. So I guess it depends on how many loans you had. I only have two, um, and and neither one of them are defaulted. So 
yeah. So, so it, and again, like you said, you only get up to a certain stunned with a student loan. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I got two of mine. They, open standing. You only so get up to this. Meanwhile, somebody went to University of Phoenix. Defaulted like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, and so they say, if you want to get more information, you can sign up. Go to the uh, education department website, and then mm-hmm. from there you can sign up for updates. So I put my email in there, and they'll be sending updates as more information come available. So yeah, so I just wanted to cover mm-hmm. that real quick. All right, that's what's up. That's Cold Coffee Podcast talking about student loans. Uh, if you got them, then I'm sure you're gonna click on this link. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you got something going on, uh, even in your own kid's life, understanding like you know what's going on, it makes sense. Uh, student loans, lucky me, you know, uh, my son got a scholarship, so we didn't have to do a whole bunch. Um, mm-hmm. But it is interesting to see uh, because it, it will make or break some people. Right. It, it, it'll definitely make or break. And, it, and more so, it could definitely make some people. Like, you know, you just, student loans drop off your credit report. That's going to reflect. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's going to reflect. That's going to... That could add something else to the economy in a in a roundabout way, I believe, too. And, and one and so let me just say, uh, there, if anybody wants any more information, the whole article is linked to on the Cold Coffee Facebook page. Um, the second thing, um, people always say that you know Democrats don't do nothing for Black and Brown people. I know um, Biden, say that shit. Biden don't do nothing <laughs> for Black and Brown people. Um, but but based on this information and based on the people who did the study or whatever, um, the majority of uh people who have Pell Grants are people of color. And, and they said that this is gonna help close the wealth gap uh, for like a, a huge majority of, of like black people um, because not it's not gonna immediately erase the whole entire gap, but it's gonna bring you a little bit closer because what happens is that when you have this much debt, a student loan debt, you're making that consistent payment. You can't do anything like save up for a house you can't do anything like save up to send your own kids to college you already got. Mm-hmm. So you can't even co-sign for them. And so mm-hmm. th- so this is a, this will actually help people to, like you, you probably couldn't start your own business, you know, if you still pumping that money to the, you know, to state consistently. So just, this mm-hmm. just give people a little bit of breathing room, a, a chance to kind of grow their network a little bit because you're mm-hmm. not kind of constantly paying the money and that, that consistent, um, what is it, that uh, interest rate ain't consistently accruing because a lot of times, like for me, like the first, I don't know, uh, 15 years out paying on my student loans, mm-hmm. like the, the, I was just paying interest because the actual, because they, all your money go to interest first. And, and yeah. so my, so I, I like, for like the almost 20 years, I had the same amount of debt and my student loans just started going down probably like, uh, three years ago. And, and the reason being is cause they was like, yo, you need to start making more than the minimum payment. And so I went from paying like $126 a month to paying like $500 a month for student loans. Yeah, damn. Yeah. And so they like, and I was like, I can't afford this. They was like, you made $75,000. Yes, you can. I was like, uh, sir, <laughs> said, this $75 don't, that they don't go as far as I think it do. You know what I mean? So this is back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. <laughs> That's what we tell people at work sometimes. They be like, man. It's a high payment. I don't know if I can afford that. I'd be like, well, the bank says you can. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's how you get in that debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so that's part of it. 
<laughs> but I know you said you wanted to touch on something too. You was talking about um, that what's going on with Brett Favre. Oh uh, yeah, that could be a whole other podcast. Um, so did you so want to touch me. on it or not? Well, yeah, man. So let's let's see. So per my Facebook post, what I had said was, I said. I said, basically, Brett Favre stole millions of dollars from welfare mm-hmm. by diverting funds, and the shit's not trending. What's trending right. was, oh, dude, cheating on me alone. You know right. what I mean? That's trending. And I guess when I step back and look at it, the way that it happens that like that we don't really actually see it and we're not really engaged, uh, like, it's, like people know it like we all cognitively know it why they do it that it's happening but people don't realize that we're gonna be getting conditioned to the point that it's gonna get way fucking worse mm. that make any sense you see what I'm saying yeah it's gonna get it's gonna get it's gonna it's getting way worse like you can hide something that big in this day and age you can put it out there but still control the narrative that this other shit is more important that's 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 some dangerous shit well, well, I will say, uh, I, I like that stuff with me alone. Where was it trending outside of Facebook? Like, I wonder if sometimes we think, we think stuff is trending if it's just not our circles. Because I haven't seen a lot of people outside of like uh, Facebook talking about me alone. No, it, it was on it was on Twitter. It was okay. On Twitter, it definitely is on Google. Okay. So you type in N I do 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 me alone, hugging, cheating. Okay, and then and then in terms of Brett Favre, uh. At least, I think at least three of the uh, the the news shows that I watch consistently or that I listen to consistently in the forum podcast, they've been they reported on him uh, several times. It's not like the lead story, you know, but it's it's mm-hmm. been reported on. They are definitely talk, but it's also a time where the news cycle is so uh, like there's so much happening right now, you yeah, know. That's, and that's, a, the, that's a Trump that's a Trump effect. Yeah, and that's but, and, that, and that's the biggest thing right now. The biggest news stories is the fact that Trump is. Like he, like he about to go down, like hands down, like he's about to go down. But what Brett Favre did was ridiculous. Let me just lay it out. Um, basically, he there's a school that I think he went to, and then his daughter was also going to, and he uh, basically had the governor of Mississippi, which is the poorest state in the union, um, and another lady who works with some type of uh, nonprofit. They diverted funds. From which should have went to the welfare programs for low income people, they diverted that and they sent it up to uh, this this school for in for Brett Favre. And so I think it was like four or five million dollars to to build a new yeah. stadium. So five million dollars. They're saying it's five million dollars. Okay, so five million dollars to build a new uh, volleyball stadium or ring. I don't know building. I don't whatever. But it was some type of building for that school. And so instead of getting his own money, because Brett Favre is rich as fuck, <laughs> instead of getting uh, his <laughs> own money, which he has enough of, he's like, yeah, can y'all give me some of pro- that poor people money <laughs> and to give it to my, my, <laughs> my dark food? He only made like, $174 million. <laughs> but you know they say poor people money is just way sweeter than rich people money. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't need all that. That's a lot. $5 million. Yeah, and, and then... probably don't cost that much. Like, but in addition to that, um, through some of the same means, Brett Favre got at least a million dollars to do uh, speeches that he never delivered, and yeah. so, 
And, and so, and the, and the thing about it is that he probably won't even get prosecuted. There are texts from him asking, well, will the media find out about this? You yeah, know, like, it, it's like he's so guilty and yet maybe nothing will happen to him, which is really disappointing. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. But let's see, that is very guilty though. You know what I mean? Like, yes, because it's not like the regular crime that people, but that is a motherfucking, that's a real, you just stole $5 million. No, it, it, it's it's the difference to me. Like the like, since Trump really has started running, I've really learned a lot about the legal system, and it's just really disappointing when you think about how people are able to get away with white collar crime, and mm-hmm. but when you commit regular crime, or as I should say, black people crime, <laughs> like like you really like you go down, and, and so so one of the, one of the things they 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 say you have to prove. In order to um, to bring an indictment, well, not to bring an indictment, but in order to win a case against somebody committing a, um, a white collar crime, you all, not knowing what they did, you got to prove they did it, but then you got to prove they they their intent that they meant to do it as a crime. But mm-hmm. when you see like like somebody uh, selling That's drugs, like you ain't never question their intent when they got the drugs on them. You know what I'm saying? Even if they weren't even doing nothing. Like, if you see somebody with a gun, you're never saying, oh, maybe he didn't intend to do nothing. You're automatically assuming if they are a person of color that they are committing a crime. And so I don't see that element of the legal system when it comes to black people. But but it's there when it's for white people, you know? And so that's, that's the there, thing that's really most frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it is It's two different... I mean, it's the same shit to me. One of them just way more fucked up. Like, I can understand you stealing $5 million. Can't understand you stealing five million dollars from welfare while being rich. You know I mean, I, mean? I can't like, understand you stealing when you that rich. Oh yeah, of course they do. Why wouldn't you? Shit. Just I mean, you, people, you hire people to steal shit for you. That's kind of what you do when you get to a certain level of rich. You hire some other motherfuckers to steal from other rich people, and you in the game. Right, but you know how they always like a lot of times, not just like media in general. I'm generalizing right now. Um, or like uh, movies or, or whatever, they they always make it seem like black people are just so criminal. And I will say, you know, yeah, I've done some criminal shit in my life. <laughs> However, once I got to the point where it wasn't a necessity, I stopped doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to catch me shoplifting right now because I don't need to do it. You know, you're not going to catch me breaking into nobody's well, houses right now because I don't need to do it. But I mean, I ain't breaking into nobody's house, but... <laughs> When I go to Target, shit. <laughs> <laughs> some of them motherfuckers get scanned, some of them don't. But anyway. No, uh, the, the, um, <laughs> Doc Love's uh, opinions does not reflect the opinions of the cold <laughs> coming podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> sometimes you gotta make a beat inside yourself. Like, he, he be uh, not scanning stuff in the self-checkout aisle. Every time you see a self-checkout aisle, that is one more job that somebody should have had. No, I, I refuse to use them. Like if you can't if you, if you ain't got at least one aisle open in your store, I'm not shopping there. Yeah, see, but, but, that, but that's a, that's what checkouts are though. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's one. That's just a job that somebody's supposed to have. But they say that fuck it. Right. But 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 back to the point though. Like, I, I since I've got to the point where I am financially secure, I've not even had the uh, the idea that I want to take something that didn't belong to me. And yet you are. Uh, somebody not only are you uh, a multi-millionaire uh, three three 
digits of millions before you get to the million. Like you say, 174 million total, and then your wife is like a, a superstar model, right? Brett Favre. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Like, wasn't he married to like Giselle Bunchin or something? No, you talking about Tom Brady. Okay, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> they like the same person. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, uh, uh, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers—they like the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Racism. <laughs> but anyway, they, they all garbage to me. Like as far as personality, but whatever. I'm not a sports fan no more. Right, so. But uh, but yeah, so I, I just kind of think like regardless of the situation, it is definitely jacked up. Um, it is definitely a, a, again that Republican hypocrisy I was talking about earlier because the governor of um, Mississippi at the time, I believe, it was Tate Reeves. They knew what was going on, and they just turned their head. It was like blatant. But but again, one of the reasons why I do still like feel like there are good like media out there and good journalists. It's because the fact that we know it, you know what I'm saying, proves that somebody is doing their job. Now, mm-hmm. like I said, we're going to wait to see if he get held accountable or not, but yeah. Yeah, but the, the fact that it's, I just think, I hate to do if he was black, but if he was black. That yeah, he if he's Mike Vick. If he would be scrolling at the bottom of ESPN for months. No, he would be, he'd probably be in court by now. Mike Vick, it ain't taking no time. They, they slammed that man, and uh, I'm just going to say, I am a, a dog lover and a dog owner, and I don't believe what Mike Vick did was right at all. However, the, the amount of uh, backlash that came down in this man's head was incredible. Same oh, thing, yeah. the same thing with Will Smith and the slap person around the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought what he Get did was, was highly inappropriate. However, somebody said, I don't know if it was Dave Chappelle, somebody, they was like, this man has been a model citizen for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Messed up yeah. one time yeah. and he got to go to Tibet and get his soul right. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's real though. But it is. Because when you know what? Because when you are a black man or a black woman or a person of color in America and you are successful and you're operating at a high level, it's a tight where you can never fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't reminded every day I'm at work that, yes, I come from the hood, and that hood, as much as I try to get over it, there's still an element of it there because it's part of me. <laughs> and I, and every day I try to keep that right. element away from my uh, professional this, setting. This don't know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like real talk, like you know, there's been some times I'm like, you know what, I'm not even gonna respond right now because when I respond, shit's going down. You know what yeah, I mean? I think everybody at this point, I think most people are probably grown listening to this, but we at that point though, like. We we've, we've all had that moment at work when you just step aside and like these motherfuckers got me fucked up. You oh know my what god! Mean? You be like they got me. They, these motherfuckers must think I'm goddamn. Woo. Like I've had that talk with myself so many times. You know what I mean? I, I sometimes go outside, just 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 breathe. Like these, you gotta reassess your life before you come back in, and then you know keep your goddamn job. But Dude, I, I, I've literally been saved at work by. Twice, um, by females that I worked with, because it, it was one time like I literally was about to steal on my boss. Like you remember uh, when we when I work uh, we lived together over on King Drive, and I got fired from that job I was working at uh, while I was basically uh, signing people up for a school. Mm-hmm. Well, my he fired me. Like I was so angry, and I was looking, and you know I'm like I, I like 
I like to try to be a pacifist. I don't, I'm a non-violent person. However, like I said, when you get to a point when you feel disrespected, sometimes you just feel like I ain't really got no other recourse. And that's how I felt. And so yeah. I'm just looking at this dude looking like motherfucking Jared from Subway, right? <laughs> I was like, you know, you playing me right now. I should really knock your ass out. And I'm thinking about it like, ooh. And this, as the woman who was working there, you know, um, who I was at, at that point in time, we would later start, you know, dating. She saw the situation and she was like, oh, it's about, he about, he for real, he about to snap. And so she came over there and, and, and got me out of the situation. Like, I'm going to walk you out. Baby. Um, and, and the thing about it is that up to that point, I had never, even, we had never even talked to each other. Like she said, uh, once we started talking, she told me, she's like, I used to see you all the time in the cafeteria, like reading books or whatever. And you was very interesting. So I was wondering what your situation was. But then that day I saw you, I just knew you was on 10 and you was about to uh, snap. And so she walked me out. And then years later at a different job, um, this, this young girl who was working with us, I think she was 18. She, she heard this other white lady, older white lady coming and she got in my face and told me, you need to start doing your job. And I was like, hold the fuck. I mean, it, it was more than that that led up to it but that was the breaking point and i just put my pen down i stood up i turned around and like at that moment i was supposed to say no the fuck you talking to and, and then as soon as i like stood up old girl jumped out of her seat and ran around the cubicle and said hey hey guys guys and she got between us and i was like yeah because it was about to go down and so my boss was on the other side she said like she took me to the side and she was like i don't understand how you controlled yourself with that situation it was it was crazy and i said First of all, I wanted to call her a B. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, you heard that whole situation. You ain't do shit to stop it. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I could have lost my job because I was about to blow my top. And you you wasn't the one. This 18-year-old girl had to come and stop the situation from escalating. And you sat back there and listened. What kind of leader are you? <laughs> what were you looking for leadership? Like y'all in the goddamn gang or some shit? Well, I mean, I, I was like, I don't know. I was like 26 at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I expected my manager to be a leader. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> a lot, lot to expect. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a bit much, actually. <laughs> that's the issue for the Arby, motherfucker. Like, I don't know. But yeah, so like, so I understand like what happened with Will Smith. You know what I mean? And I don't condone it, obviously, but it's just, it's just like when you are a person of color and you in that space, you got to walk such a tight rope that it is just really impossible to imagine unless you're from that. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah. But see, the thing is, when, when I'm here's the thing, the the narrative of that truth is being replaced. You see what I'm saying? Like the the there's so many truths are now being replaced slowly because everything is moving faster. So it's like mm -hmm. it's more media, it's more content. So the way that minds shift as a culture shift faster now. The way that we shift in this last shit just three years culturally. You know what I mean? Just seven years ago, uh, whatever, for Trump, mm -hmm. cultures have shifted. So, like, everything is moving so fast. And so, when I'm hearing stories about, like, what we're talking about now and other things that are trending on the internet and not trending or being talked about, mm. it's like they're, they're, they're sliding right through man, big shit so consistently that big shit is going to keep sliding right through. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just things that can get missed so easily. No, I see without, what you're saying. And, uproar. But but the but the problem, the reason it is, is it's because right now 
there's so much content that is really it's hard. Design, though. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's by design because because con- con- what content is what makes money. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a capitalist uh, society. So what what the thing that drives us is making money. That's why people are constantly putting their selves out on social media as influencers or whatever. They're trying to get that big break and they're trying to make money. Mm-hmm. So when you got so many things fighting for your attention, even like stuff like as simple as a mundane example as um, sometimes people say, you really need to watch this, t- this series. It's incredible. And I was like, okay, but I have so many other things to watch first, mm-hmm. you know? So what makes this so good that I need to jump it in my a priority of things to watch, you know? And that's just entertainment. So, but but then on the same uh, token, there's so much news out there that you have to stay disciplined and you have to have a practice of how you can inform yourself because the world ain't gonna do it for you. Yeah, and so, and, go ahead. Again, but that's one of those situations where we have to be exceptional. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It's a situation where you have to be exceptional. And the reality is a lot of people are not exceptional. That's the reason the word is there. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody, but well, we're, I, we're seemingly being held to this because you're going to have a, a nice chunk of people who are not going to be disciplined in their, in their social medias searching and, and digging and what they watch and they're going to Watch what's in front of them, like most of us do. You see what I'm saying? So it's like that's. I think that's an unfair. Uh, I don't want to say unfair, but it just it's not gonna work out like that. Well, you know? I think what you were describing is the fact that most people are uh, lazy, and most people are media illiterate, and so yeah. well, when like, like you don't really have to be proactive in finding information, but what you yeah. have to do is be good at vetting your news sources and then once you find yeah, news sources that you that's even harder that's even harder right but but that's you know what it, it, it takes a it takes a, a level of being analytical you know what i'm saying you have to be someone who's uh we're not have, talking uh, about analytical people we're talking well, about... i'm i'm okay i can't do nothing with people you, you ain't got critical thinking skills with what i'm gonna do with you. yeah that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> like, that's what i'm saying <laughs> like because the is it's so much content people have less attention spans people have less focus it's like even i when i'm scrolling I'm, and i know i'm supposed to be doing something i'm like how the fuck i end up on instagram you know mm-hmm. what i mean i had to go back like oh yeah finish this one tag and then you still scroll and i have so much of a, uh, a stronger mind i would hope mm. you know what i mean so i'm saying if i'm feeling that cool you know what i mean but i'm a little more conscientious of it because i look for it now but if I'm feeling that draw in that pool, imagine to what people are feeling as younger kids, teens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Twenties, thirties, you know what I mean? And then we can conscious of it. You no, know I, what I mean, and still feel it. I can so, definitely man. see that in terms of the youth. But on the same token, and maybe I'm in a bubble because the people on my Facebook page, a lot of them, the people that's on your Facebook page. I mean, even a lot of uh, uh, people on some of our mutual uh, friends from Kane Key Facebook page, like, even though some of them don't express themselves in the in the best of ways, they, they still do seem to be at least aware of a lot of the most, most of the major stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, maybe I'm living in a bubble, um, but I do know that a lot of people just take the path of least resistance 
which means um, their only news source is their Facebook or Twitter pages. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But that is the, I'm talking about the majority of people. Mm. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, it's, but it's so much that's happened. I guess it's always been like this, but it's happening so fast. Right. You just said, it's so much, it's, it's so much stuff. It's so much stuff. If I'm a person that's, I'm on bullshit, I'm going to get in the mix. You know what I mean? And hide my shit while everybody, it's like, because it's so much stuff. Nothing's going to, certain shit ain't going to stick. Certain things do stick. You know what I mean? Like this, well, what, do you, what do you mean? For instance, like if this Brett Favre shit should be scrolling at the bottom of the TV, and I only can think about it how long they scroll to Sean Watson getting getting jagged off. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. for a whole, and this is just one man. But, but, but again, that's why I was just going to say, I'm in the boat. I don't know nothing about the Sean Watson stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, Deshaun Watson got accused by some women. Uh, some masseuse. They said that Deshaun Watson was inappropriate with the masseuse. So, 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 was this mainly covered on ESPN? No, this is news. This was news okay, so he's the number one. Uh, he's the first round pick. We mm. should, we should have had Deshaun Watson, but mm. uh, but yeah, it was a big thing. But anyway, I'm just saying. I'm thinking about how long they scrolled that shit. It pissed right. me off. Like you know what I mean? I'm like the man. You know, seemingly just was in there getting happy endings. That's what it seemingly like was happening. Like he was well, at a, like a massage parlor. That's they did. That's their certain. Okay, and and so so then so basically, he he didn't assault nobody. He paid for somebody to give him a little extra. That's, the, that's what he said. He actually, yeah. That's that's what. Or, or, or what was he being accused of? What was he accused of? Uh, being sexually inappropriate. Okay, but uh, not but but not sexual he assault. No. He okay. Assault. Yeah. So I mean, in that situation, um, like I feel like. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a different kind of assault. Well, like if, if you pay somebody to do something for you and they willing to do it, I mean, I feel like sex work should be legal, personally. And so I don't really think that's something that should be criminalized. You know, uh, you, yeah. you could, like, we'd be a lot safer country if we wasn't criminalizing sex work. So I, I, don't, I don't really demonize that. But if you... But the if you, thing is, they just... You know, everybody jumps on the bandwagon and just... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know... I don't know. The, the story just don't seem right. The story don't seem like the one girl said, oh, he made me touch his penis. It was a wreck. I threw up on myself and shit on myself in the corner. Okay, so if, if somebody <laughs> so somebody actually uh, accused him of assault, then that's different. You know, if you, if you if you make somebody do something and it's not, not like for money, you just make them do it or or if you like, even if you offer them money but they don't want to do it, that, that that's a whole different ballpark. Uh, yeah, but that's why you got to read into it, though. Because the, the way they tell the story, it just seemed like, mm, y'all reach it. That's what it sounds like. I mean, I don't know. Because when, we, when, when the Me Too was going off, and like a lot of people was like really uh, getting was still hit. going on, shit. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, when it was at its height, I mean, it was being discovered. Like, people who you thought was wholesome, like Matt Lauer, Lauer or whatever, um, the, uh, the, the news host. I had, I would not have ever thought in a million years he was turning closing the door and putting his, his thing out on <laughs> like like dude like what the fuck you know what I'm saying yeah, like, like, back like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just completely wild now you know what I'm saying I think they say you're like a I don't know if I'm making this up right now <laughs> What's that? like a a Doctor Evil button that closed the last that was came yeah damn. <laughs> Like, I, I bro, bro, all you need to do is bust out a motherfucking uh, cat in the metal arm and start purring on 
<laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. You know what? I ain't surprised by none of you motherfuckers, though. But, but still, motherfucking Cold Coffee Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Doc kicking it with your boy Jake Dot Rose. Yeah. Doc yeah. Love. Yeah, man. It's a beautiful Sunday. I'm chilling. It's about 11 o'clock. Uh, I'm in Charlotte sitting outside of Viva Chicken. Mm. I, I was wondering where you was at. You know, I was hearing a little uh, background for a second. Yeah, I parked for a minute. I've been parked. Okay. My mother just grabbed his little Viva Chicken. Mm. Go all right, all right. Well, you know what? I feel like we got a, a good, you know, uh, podcast in there. You know, um, so what you got anything coming up as far as shows or like what you got your, uh, your weekly show, right? Yep. Got my weekly show at the War Mac on Central in Charlotte. Mm. And uh, yeah, the War Mac is dope. It's nice. Yeah, so nice it, vibe. If any of the listeners are in the Charlotte area or if y'all uh, looking for a place to go uh, as far as a weekend getaway or something, uh, go to uh, Charlotte, you know, and when you're there, check out Doc Love. As you said, the Warmack. Yeah, the Warmack. The Warmack on Central. You can you can see it when you follow me at Doc Love Live on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. D-O-C-L-O-V-E-L-I-V-E. It's all on there. It's Doc Love Live on Instagram. So. And are you on Twitter? No. Okay, because I thought I saw oh like a Doc Love. I did have So it was no activity for like two years. Yeah. Okay. How, yeah. And then, then are you giving the uh, out the Facebook page or no? Yeah, they can follow me at Doc Love Comedy, or you can follow me at. Well, you know I'm on the page for. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna follow, <laughs> follow me at Doc Love Comedy. And y'all can follow the show as well. Uh, Cold Coffee Podcast on Facebook, Cold Coffee Brew on Twitter. And the reason it's Cold Coffee Brew on Twitter is because there's a lot of cold coffee out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I thought we had an original name. And I looked on uh, on iTunes. Oh my god, damn! That's a lot of motherfucking cold coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we had a cold coffee. Why motherfuckers getting lights off our shit right now? I'm like shit, flicks and shares, like. <laughs> wrong, wrong one, motherfucker. Right, right, right. All right, well. With a K or <laughs> I well, you know what? I, I like. I almost thought of, like, cause you know me being a Catholic. You know, we replaced the C's with K's. I almost said, like, damn, I, I, I would have known that. I might would have just did it. But then it's like, got two K's looking a little iffy. Yeah. <laughs> looking yeah, a little clannish right now. <laughs> oh, we could do this cold with a C and then the uh, coffee with a K. Okay, we're not going to spit uh, stuff on air. We're going to talk about that later. But, yeah, thanks for showing up, everybody. Uh, thanks for, and, like, being here with us, I hope you get provided you with a little bit of um, entertainment and also information. If you haven't seen the series uh, Rhythm and Flow, check that out. And again, uh, go to our page. Seen that shit. That shit like two years ago. Everybody, everybody in this podcast has already seen. <laughs> okay, maybe everybody has. I hadn't, and it was the great experience. I'm, I'm feeling it. You know, I've been writing, so I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. So, all right. Well, we're gonna let y'all go then. We'll holler at y'all. One. Yeah. Next time.